0: Hello, Minnesota Twins fans, and welcome to episode 19 of Minnesota Twins Chat. I am Troy Larson, and I'm pleased to be joined by my usual co-host, Craig Larson. He's my dad. How's it going tonight, Dad? Not too bad. How about yourself, Troy? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. I don't know about you, but uh, we've had some act we've had some activity with uh, for the Twins at least, so off season. Nothing. I mean nothing real big yet, but uh, actually, we will probably get to the biggest announcement here in, in a little bit regarding their TV broadcaster. But I think the place to open is the World Series. Uh, the Texas Rangers defeated the Arizona Diamondbacks uh, four games to one. So the, the series won five games, what are what were your impressions of the World Series, Dad?
1: Well. Um, it looked like at one point in time that Arizona, you know, would have a shot at winning because that I don't know which game number it was where they played really well and they're stealing bases and and uh, bunting and advancing runners and scoring and not striking out like a team we know. So it kind of left you a little bit optimistic that maybe they put up a, a pretty good uh, fight, but in the end, it kind of seemed like it went south from there most of the time for them a couple of games were close but arizona could just could not get any runs
0: in you know especially um well which game i think it was game four It was kind of uh you know the texas rangers they just by the end of the third inning they had a 10 nothing lead yeah scoring five runs in the second five runs in the third and Arizona, Arizona couldn't quite catch up. Of all, they did make it a little kind of interesting in the ninth inning, but it was still you up in the four. I mean, you have in the seven. Uh, excuse me, but I don't know. I, I still think you know there's room for that to have more of the old style playing baseball with the bunting and base stealing, but ultimately Texas uh, won the World Series.
1: Yep. I must. Which game was it where the Arizona pitcher – I think it was their top pitcher. What is his name? I can't think of it right now. Zach McGowan. Yeah, he, didn't he pitch really well for like six or seven innings? Yep, that was game five. And I believe even Arizona had t- opportunities in that game to score runs and more than one – more than just one inning, and they just, just couldn't do it.
0: No, they couldn't. No, I, I mean – all all throughout Game Five, they've seen a plenty of opportunities. They have had a couple, runner or two on base, seemed like a lot of those innings, and they couldn't. They just couldn't capitalize. And I and I was thinking, I was actually messaging with uh, our buddy Don Wardroff, uh, who has been a guest here on this, on some of these episodes. Uh, uh, throughout the World Series, and he even he even thought too, that if they, Arizona lost Game Five, it was it was it was going to be because. They left, you know, via via runners on base. You know, they had opportunities and did not take advantage of them. Yep, I I would agree. So, but yeah, you know, but you know, Texas gets its first World Series championship. Yes. So now we are down to five teams in Major League Baseball who did not have a World Series championship. Uh, the, The San Diego Padres, Seattle Mariners, Colorado Rockies, Tampa Bay Rays and Milwaukee Brewers. Okay. Those are your five teams with all the World Series championship. So now let's go to the to the Minnesota Twins and I would just I was just looking at some stuff here before we hit via via record button our favorite writer Bobby Nightingale. At least I know he's he's your favorite writer. Uh he had an article with, and he said the twins, there are three areas that the twins uh could probably address this offseason. One of them is a center fielder, first base, and starting pitching. Let's take those one by one. Center field. Uh, Mike Taylor. He uh, you know, he came here as a, in a trade, helped um helped the uh what well, basically was the starting center fielder at one of Willie uh, uh, castrol Trill pretty much most of the season. Uh, uh Those two were, were, were the main ones. But now it looks like Mike Taylor is going to hit the free agent market. And first talk with twins, were interested in uh, Kevin uh, Karamire and maybe Harrison Bader. I don't now. I don't know if those two will be coming here or not, or one of those two anyway. But, I mean, they are showing some interest. Now, uh, what are your thoughts on the center field situation, Dad? Well, I
1: know they have said that they are hoping that this uh, procedure they did in Byron Buckson's knee after the season, that it would allow him to play center field next year. Of course, that has not happened yet. Michael A. Taylor um, did a, a pretty decent job, especially defensively for the Twins this year, but I have a feeling the price tag will be a little higher than maybe what they, they're willing to spend. As far as Kiermaier, um I don't know specifics about what he did this year, but I've always been impressed. He's always been a good outfielder. Um, he's got some speed, too. I don't know what his batting average was this year. I have no idea. Uh, Bader, he's on the Yankees, wasn't he?
0: Bader was on the Yankees and he was basically injured off and on yeah. throughout the season.
1: That's about all we need is another injured center fielder. They're gonna, they're probably going to, you know, if you knew that Buxton could play and play whatever, 70 75% of the time or more, that would be great, but, you know, that remains to be seen. It hasn't happened. Um, you, like you said before, you have Willie Castro, who can play off there and do a decent job. But will Willie Castro just be a utility player this year, or is he going to be our our center fielder every day? Because if he's a center fielder every day, then, then where you go, who's your backup then? A Buxton can't play out there. Exactly. I mean, I don't know who that player would be. I mean, obviously, there's a, you know, Kepler probably, but, you know, that's another question mark too. Whether he'll be here this next year. So
0: yeah, well, we will get We will get that. We will get to that here in a minute. About
1: yeah, I think obviously the best, the best uh, result of the over, after the winter and Buckson getting his surgery and hopefully getting his knee back in order would be for him to play center field on a regular basis.
0: And that's what it sounds like Derek Felby has expressed. That's what he'd like to do next year. Let's hope so. But you know, until that happens, it's pretty hard to count on that. Exactly, you know, the the, the twins have the, the twins have not exactly. I don't think i have been totally forthcoming about the injuries they've had, with uh, especially with year. I mean, yeah, but I don't know. I, I just wonder what would have happened if he had been able to play center field. Who knows why he, he you know, the, injury, the knee injury flared up again. But well, it's, it's very obvious if he's in center fielder
1: makes him, and he's and he's healthy, you know, reasonably healthy, it makes them a lot better team. There's no question about that, but we just haven't seen that happen.
0: We just have not seen it happen. No, no.
1: Nope. So, I think that they're probably if they're going to let Taylor go with what they have there, they they almost have to go out and find another guy who can play center field. But you can't go out and spend you know eight ten million dollars on that person because you right back into where I don't know what Taylor would get during this during this off season for contract. It's hard to tell, but. I don't think any of those other guys we're talking about are any better defensively than Taylor is. I don't um, f- know. I know, is a good defensive player, but is he better than Taylor? I doubt it.
0: Well, I think they have considered Kiermaier to be one of the, the, the better center fielders in the game. Yep. Even, even, especially when he was on Tampa Bay. Yes. Uh, of course, this year he was on Toronto.
1: Yep. That's a question mark position for sure. The center field for the Twins
0: because you know you have the unknown and that's with Byron Buxton. Yep. So, anyway, let's go to first base. Uh, most of the starts of first base were done by Alex Kiroff and Joey Gowell. Now, Joey Gowell is not probably going to be coming back here next year. Uh, $11 million. Yes, he did. He did. He had some home runs for us, but he just average. He was not very good this year uh, as far as his batting average. And,
1: and he, that's, that, that was not a surprise either. No. He
0: never has been. And Kirov, um, a well, boy had shoulder surgery, but it sounds like it was not in- as it was not as invasive as they would like. Nope. It's just something the the Bursa thing, wasn't it?
1: As it turned out.
0: Yep. Yep. Instead
1: of instead of what the, the more serious thing, whatever that was it. Was it labor I don't even know what they made. They were talking about rotator cuff, or
0: were they? No, I don't think people were talking about rotator cuff, but yeah, but uh, yeah, they we were, we were saying that the uh, surgery was not as not as invasive as were thinking, but yeah, um, we'll see. You know, I I almost think by default the twins are going to have they're going to have Kirov playing first base if
1: if he's healthy. Sure that's certainly where they'll well, they'll try.
0: Um, no, now will they bring a first baseman? I. I don't know. You know, they,
1: the guys that they had there this year who played first, obviously Solano played there almost more than anybody, didn't he?
0: Well, yeah. Well, actually, what I should have said before is Solano and Gallo played most of the start of first base. That's what I should have said before. Yeah, I, I think I said Gallo and Kirov did. but
1: I think Gallo is, is gone for sure. I don't think there's any question about that. You won't
0: see him on the team next year. No, nope. no, you won't. So, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see what they do to uh, address first base for some talk, but maybe because they did add a one of the private best infield hitting hitting prospect. Um, their their his last name is 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 Severino. Yeah, he had like uh, I think thirty five home runs between Double A and Triple A this year: twenty four at St. Paul, eleven at Wichita in double a but you know who knows maybe they you know they're, they're talking maybe having julian there at first base or maybe or maybe jose miranda i don't know if those two guys will be options but that's a very saying i don't so i uh, wish we, we shall see yeah but uh... You know, I think
1: they're hope it's the same thing. They're hoping that that Kirilov can start out, start the season at first base. It's the same situation with Buxton. It remains to be seen because they both have had a difficult time with injuries and in, in being able to play. Yes, they have. Um, as far as options at first base outside of the organization, that one I don't know. That's that's a good question.
0: Yeah, I I haven't really. fully studied the free agent class. I could tell you a lot of key, but the key the key free agents for, for all yeah. but I can't tell you everybody.
1: No, um, you hate to go into a season. You got so many question marks to begin with. You know, it's all based upon people's health. But with the history of Buxton and, and Kirilov, that's just the way it is right now. Yep, that's the way it is. And, and not, then, which you know, will they will they retain Solano? I, I don't know.
0: For for some reason, I don't think so. But you just I don't know.
1: You know, and they have other people who could play first base on the team. I don't know who they are anymore, though. Obviously, Kepler's played first base on a rare, rare, very rare occasion, but they aren't going to keep him around
0: to play first base either. No, and I don't think they have used him at first base. Hardly at all. Not not since. Uh, they, they might have used him more when he first came up, but I don't think he has much fair in recent years. And I don't think Walner's
1: been a first baseman. Has he ever?
0: Not that I'm aware of. So
1: it kind of leaves you with uh, a big question mark, especially if you don't re-sign a few of the guys who potentially could play there. Number one is is Solano. Um, Farmer did he play? Farmer played first base a little bit this year, a couple of games.
0: I think he. Yeah, I think he did. But, but
1: that's that's another deal. If you know you read all this stuff, whether true or not, but they're expecting him to, to keep him around. His eight. I think it's about eight million dollars. Um, if he doesn't play in more than what he played, I don't think that's a very wise investment either.
0: But, um, and I like him. You, you know, they might just, by default, just keep him here. He he's not technically a free agent, but the Twins could let him go. Let him go. I, I, I'm not totally sure how bad it would go, but. Yeah. But you know, a lot of,
1: they kind of got. got a, there's some guys in that same situation, as Solano and Farmer and. I mean, some of those, one of those, one or two of those guys, you're going to have to keep. And you know, I can't just go with all minor league people all the time.
0: Nope.
1: And you know, obviously, there's a couple of guys who came up and played reasonably well this year. Um, not always so consistently. Julian, Walner. Um, it's it's what we've seen before, though. Too. This is just one year. This is not, you know, four or five years of being consistent. Are being looking like you are pretty good. A lot of times, those guys can fall f- fall flat on their face the next year too.
0: Yeah, they can.
1: So to put all your eggs in one basket with a couple of those guys, you know, and 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 uh, let a f- some other people who would maybe provide you obviously with more veteran leadership and playing ability, but to let them guys, those guys go, and referring to Polanco or Kepler or both, and then relying all of a sudden, then where are you at then if you do that?
0: Yep. So what we're, uh, well we've kind of switched off topics a little bit, but um, yeah. So basically, the, the Twins did renew the options on both Max Kepler and Jorge Puanco. But the thing is, now the reason why they could still use them for, for the trades if they so choose. So. Uh, Although the twins did renew their options, but that doesn't mean, but they will automatically be here next year. No, I mean, I would like to see them here next year, but you never know. You know, these guys may want to trade one or both of them. You know, it trades.
1: Yep. Well, say that. Say if they let, let both of them go. However, that would happen. Well, then you're you're banking on. Let's see your outfield right then now. Okay. Okay. Well, um. Let's go around. I have, obviously they think they must be re, re, um, relying on. Walder and Larnick pretty heavily to play. And then the center field position is completely up in the air right now.
0: Um, so. And I would, yeah, basically, I think, I almost think your entire outfield is almost, I wouldn't say completely open, but it's. If you get rid of, if rid of Kepler, it is. Yeah. And the Buxton can't
1: play. Then, it's, then you got very big question marks out there, too. Willie Castro in center field and, and Larnick and Walner. Who else would they even put out there anymore, guys they have? I can't even think of who it'd be.
0: Yeah, so... Nick,
1: Nick Gordon? Forget that. Although he has played out there. He has, but, you know, he's had a history of being hurt all the time, too. So, I don't know if, the, if they're both, or trade Kepler and Polanco both. Well, we already know, too, from when reading. I'm sure you've heard this, too, with this stuff at... Bobby Nightingale and you know, and interviews with Falvey. It sounds as though they're going to have to cut back on the payroll some. So, yep, um, and- there are some places that it can come from too. Other than that, obviously, uh, Gallup being gone eleven million. If you let Farmer go, whatever he eight, there's nineteen million. If if you do, I'm not saying they're going to. Um, who else? Are some other players. Involved. Obviously, let Kepler and Polanco go, then you're. About 40 million right there, right? Yep. Will that all happen? I doubt it, and I hope not too.
0: Yep. Well, we're going to see them at, but.
1: Those are all, you know, veteran players.
0: Yeah. Well, I want to go back to one of the three areas that uh, the Stars being writer, Bobby Nightingale, said the Twins need to uh, address this offseason. And the last one is pitching. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, starting is probably.
1: Maybe, maybe both starting in the bullpen. I don't know. The you know the we got who are the main the starters that are question marks. We are that may well, probably will not be here. At least one of them that's Sunny Gray.
0: I um, don't, and I almost wonder if Kent may not even be back here because there are times. I mean, there were times where he pitched good, but there were times it's like, especially when he first came back, mm-hmm. he he wasn't on his game.
1: I think they had a very, very, very favorable contract situation when he came from here from the Dodgers, didn't they, for a while? Yeah, we did. No, his contract is up, obviously. He, you know, but, but he's, once again, he's coming off injuries, too. How much could you keep him for? I don't know. I mean, do you think Sonny Gray is going to be here?
0: Not for, I, I I have a feeling that he probably wants to explore it for agent Market. Yeah, you know, he is, what, 34 or 5 years old?
1: He's probably got one good contract left in him. Yep. Um, he obviously pitched well this year, although win-loss record, it should have been way better than what it was. Twins didn't score any runs for him.
0: And that might be a reason why he may not may not even want
1: to come back here. True. He might have been frustrated too in watching the team, like other people, including myself. You know, this thing of hitting home runs all the time, and you you pretty much don't score runs or a run at a time said has his mentality about scoring double-digit runs or more in an inning all the time. Maybe he's frustrated with that, too. That's a good question. Yeah. And then who's the other? one? And my, can't tell you, up. is there any other star? Well, obviously, um, Malley.
0: Well, uh, it's almost given that uh, Tyler Malley probably won't be back next next year. But
1: he has, he has no, con- no years remaining on his contract, does he?
0: No. So... This is what it kind of weaves for twins right now for for their starting rotation. They it looks like it can probably be uh Joel Ryan, Pablo Lopez, uh Chris Paddock, Louis Varwin, and who was the fifth name I read. Bailey Ober. Bailey Ober. There you go. Yeah. So now they say you almost need up eight or nine starting pitchers to make you f- to, to get you through a season. Well, with that in mind, the Twins are gonna probably have to go and get somebody. You know, when you, you mention those names,
1: as far as guys who're gonna be out there for a lot of innings, other than Lopez, you know, with Paddock coming off of Tommy John surgery, he's not
0: gonna pitch two hundred innings. You might both know they probably wouldn't anyway. In fact, they only had five pitchers last season pitch. 200? Well, yeah, uh, 200 or more. So, you,
1: and you mentioned Bailey Ober, you could see, you know, that when he got over whatever it was towards the end of the year, he faltered off too, you know, because he never pitched more than 100 innings before this season, had he, in a year? No, I don't. Uh, actually, well, I, I don't know what number number was, but. Yeah, and then Louis Varlin's a younger player, you know, is, is he ready to pitch 150-plus innings? I wouldn't bank on it. No. So, so and then you get beyond those five guys you mentioned. What do we have left in the system as far as starters that you could rely on?
0: I well, there's some talk for the guy who who probably at Saint Paul bus uh next season, Dave Dave Fista or festa or whatever. Yeah, I
1: heard that name too. I mean You you know, you can rely on some of those guys, but your whole pitching staff cannot be built around guys like that. You're basically just praying when he goes out that he's going to do okay. Yeah. You have to have some kind of a foundation with some people sometimes where you you feel more comfortable, you know, and if if you let those other two guys go, Gray and Kenta, I don't think the comfort level is there with those guys. I mean, with the other guys versus those two guys. No. You know, as far as getting a starter? trading for one. Well, every guess what everybody else is looking for too.
0: Yep, I mean pitching. Yeah, I mean be some of the uh the pitchers out there. Uh including Shohei Ohtani who probably won't be pitching next no. season, but yep. Um he's going to probably be but they be a top free agent uh, regardless. Yeah.
1: There already I know this you've heard mentioned <laughs> names, people's mentioned many names, big big spenders too, who are interested in Sunny Gray. Yep. It's only rumors, but, you know, you really think the Yankees and the Red Sox and the Angels is just going to stand pat with what they did this year? I don't think so.
0: I don't think so. So, and
1: I, and I know Atlanta's name's been mentioned with Sonny Gray, too, so.
0: And I just read St. Louis. Might be a oh, possibility. Yep. I, probably the Dodgers, too. Yep. So, yeah, and I, and I think Blake Snell's going to be out there, and I, can't yep. remember, and I can't remember who some of the other top names. Yep, oh, Aaron... No, I think, from yep. the Phillies might be out for it, too. So. Yeah. To get to get into the uh, the
1: bidding war for Sonny Gray, the Twins probably, they'll never probably happen with him. Nope. The only thing would be if he would offer a discount to come back here.
0: And as we've said before, I I think he was just, you know, there were times he was frustrated with how, yep. how the team was managed and how the team played and stuff like that. So I don't know. Yeah, and how pitchers were handled, I would agree. That starting pitching
1: thing is like we we were just mentioning. All teams want starting pitching. Yep. So you think you're, you're going to get something that's a pretty sure thing? That's pretty hard to do.
0: No. Uh, I, I mean, I mean,
1: it's hard to do. Yes. I w- I wish I would. You'd like to believe they had some guys coming up through the pipeline in their own system that they've developed. They're going to be a, be a very really really helpful this year. At this time, I don't know if I feel very comfortable with that you like to hope hope it could happen,
0: but I don't know who those names are. Well, we will find out more when the season begins. Yeah. So, anyway, um, let's move things along here. Uh, we have a broad fee a point about the Twins are going to have to spend less money. Well, a lot of that's due for a TV contract. Uh, it's looking like that they probably won't have a contract with with Bally Sports going forward. And even if they did, they may have to get less money from that deal. Uh, well, and what was the number this last year they are getting from them? 55 or $56 million? $55 million, about. That's a lot of money. I mean, no wonder why Bally Sports is bankrupt. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, is bankrupt. is because, you know, they're trying to pay all these big contracts. Yeah. I just think what happens, these teams, they thought the gravy train given by the cable companies would, would continue. Yeah. And this is like, I think like a 12, this was a 12-year deal that the Twins had signed when it was then Fox Sports North. Mm-hmm. And so now the the, the, the Diamond Sports Group, you know, they're bankrupt because they've had to pay all this money, and yet they don't have the the. Cable, the cable companies do not have the customers like we used to. Yeah, so they're not getting as many carriage. Uh, I mean, as many payments from uh, customers who have to pay for you know pay the uh, cable fees and stuff like that. So, so the twins are going to have to look look elsewhere for a TV deal. and There's some talk. I'm not saying it's been mentioned here necessarily yet. But based upon what I've read, what's happened like in the Phoenix area in Arizona, we could we see the twins maybe moving to some kind of an over the air option next season. We'll have to see what's going to happen to that. But. Well, one thing for sure, it's a,
1: it's a very high, if it's $55 million, whatever the number was this year, which is in that ballpark, it's a very high percentage of, the, of their salaries for the year. It's more, probably over a third. Yep. So it'll go a long ways as far as determining what happens as a Twins activity on the
0: free agent market. You know, the uh, Twins almost need to figure out their TV situation before they can bring in some more free agents. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think it'll have a bearing on it for sure. And what I should have mentioned, and I'm going to bring it up again, signing. Carlos created that big deal. I think is really is really an hamper between us going forward. I don't know if i I don't know if I thought they could uh, keep on getting the TV payments if they were getting, but the uh, but apparently now that's not probably going to be happening in the short term. So yeah, so having a thirty three million plus deal. Over six years, it's going to hamper the Twins going forward. So
1: there, there really hasn't been a whole lot of talk about what the plan is to do, has there? What? Not, not saying that they would even announce it or let people know, but you know, as far as even rumors about what's going to happen for next year, there hasn't been much even said, has there? As far as the TV deal? Yep. No. And especially something that is imp- as important as that is, as far as running a ball club at the major league level. Maybe, maybe there probably is something going on behind the scenes that they aren't gonna tell anybody yet either.
0: No, because they're trying to figure out their options, I'm sure. Yep. And speaking of TV, the longtime time twins T V voice Dick the uh, apparently re- retired from a from a broadcast booth and it was kind of like it all kind of the an and all the uh, sudden uh decision. And I don't I was kind of surprised. I I thought he would be back next year. Yeah. did you. I I never
1: thought anything different. We had no reason to believe it. It hadn't heard anything. No. I mean. Then look, how many, it was not many days at all after the season ended, but that all of a sudden he announced that uh, he wasn't coming back.
0: Well, it was a fan of October. It was still during the World Series. Yeah. And. Dan Hayes, you know, he there's a there's a sports website called The Athletic, <clears throat> and you have to pay to to read the stuff on there. Uh, but Dan Hayes said on Twitter that this was not Bremer's decision. You know, you, you can read into it what you want, but I don't. I just wonder if the Twins feel like they had to they had to reduce their TV costs as far as the personnel so maybe' like well let's give Bremer a different job and maybe he has always wanted to do so he's gonna be in the twins front office uh dealing with dealing with community partnerships or something like that I think cattle I actually I, I don't I, I'm not sure what the role is necessary but yeah so Bremers gonna be in will be in front office apparently so I don't I don't know what you think but that's just what I'm reading, reading Yeah, I, I think that would be more of a PR job
1: than anything for him. Yeah. He's, he's not going to be working 45 and 50 hours a week. You and I both know that. No. It was, just, it was, it was kind of very surprising when all of a sudden you read that he wasn't going to be back next year. Cause we had no reason to believe that was going to happen. Nope. Which makes you really question what is really going on.
0: Yeah. Especially
1: for somebody. 40 years?
0: 40 years. You know... I'm, Usually, when most people are thinking about retiring, they usually announce it earlier.
1: Yeah. yeah, and we never heard about any health situation for him with him either. So, so and there's a chance he may have just decide decided to 40 years. I'm done. I don't know. Could
0: be, could be. Yeah. But, but when you have a you have a writer taking a Twitter saying this was not his decision alone. Yeah. Then, then you then you kind of wonder what's going on here.
1: Uh, exactly. Well, I hope things. Hope he. Whatever he ends up doing, whether it's full time retirement or do whatever he does, I hope. I, I wish him well because I really like the guy. Oh
0: yeah, I mean he's he he was enthusiastic about the about the game. I think. Yeah. I mean, I didn't hear him a whole lot on TV, but you know, but always I liked him on the radio. Yeah. Well, and and, and he, it, he, he grew up a Twins fan too, so. Yeah, you know. He's one of a few few broadcasters who has worked for one major league team. That's exactly right, yep.
1: No, I'm, it ends up going going on with my wish him well because I liked him. He's been very loyal to this team, too.
0: Oh, yeah. He's been very loyal to this team, yep. So yeah.
1: so it's kind of an, right now, because nobody really knows much about the free agent market, what's going to happen with him. We don't know about the players the Twins will retain and let go. We don't know who our, our TV contracts are with going to be with. We don't know who the announcer is going to be.
0: Um, you know, they could move Corey Provis to a TV broadcast next year. Yeah, they could.
1: In a way, I hope not, but he might. Yeah, that probably creates more problems. Will come time of the if he's still under contract to do Big Ten network games and foot, when football starts. I don't know. I like Corey Provost. I like him on the radio with Biden a lot, but we'll uh, see we'll see what happens. Yeah,
0: we'll just see 'cause I don't I don't know. But uh I don't know if we really need to talk a whole lot, a whole lot what's gonna go on or if you ever uh, what's gonna go on overall in free agency. I guess no, the no, I guess no. the big the, the big thing to watch is the Shohei Otani yeah. s- situation and how much is he going to get a $500 million contract, like what some rumors are saying? Well, if I was a, uh,
1: an executive, I sure it's like I wouldn't pay him that. He's got a history of being hurt all the time, too. Yeah, he does. And to pay him that kind of money, when you don't know if he's going to be playing very much? You, they've already got another big problem, and we already talked about it with the Angels, with Mike Trout. He hasn't even played in, uh, in half the games. What did I say the other day? For the last three years? Yep. Well, you're paying him, he's getting paid a boatload of money too. And then you have two guys on your team like that. That just isn't going to work well. I know they have a lot of money out there, but still, first of all, if you do that, you know, the replacement players for those players, because they have so much money invested in those two guys, they're probably not going to be high level players then either. You can't afford it. Nope. And the Angels' record kind of proved that point too this year. They weren't very good.
0: Nobody weren't. Yep. So, well, as back into it tonight, we kind of, I mean, we kind of went back and forth on some of the points. Yeah,
1: I think one thing the Twins have announced, and you maybe heard too, that they, I think they're retaining all their coaching staff, aren't they? I think so. Yep.
0: Yep. So. so I mean, we've had some new, some managers, hired. Yeah. Um. So, f- for Major League Baseball, anyway, uh, the, I just learned tonight the Los Angeles Angels have uh, hired Ron Washington, yep. former twin to a uh, Beaver manager next year. Um, he actually managed the, the Texas Rangers teams back in the early the 2010s that went to, went to the World Series. Yep. And then the uh, Chicago Cubs hired. Craig Council from the, uh, the Milwaukee Brewers to to be their manager, which is kind of a surprise. You know where Council is from, don't you?
1: He's from Wisconsin. Huh. I was. I just read that the other day. I thought, really. Here he goes running off to the Cubs. Hmm. Well, it could be possible, but maybe
0: maybe he was a Cubs fan growing up.
1: Maybe. Yep. But the, the Cubs
0: have a deeper pockets than Milwaukee has. So. Yep, And then... been. The Cleveland Indian, the Cleveland Guardians, rather, they have hired Stephen Volt, whatever his, uh, Stephen Volt, or whatever his name is. He 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 was a catcher in one time on Oakland. Okay, hmm. so he's their manager, and then the New York, the New York Mets have hired Carlos, uh, I think it's Mendoza from the New York Yankees for bench coach, uh. He'll be even via Mets manager. So Okay. We we've had some uh hires in the manager uh hires as far as managers go in yeah. recent days. So otherwise uh very I don't think there's any really any more news to report. So No. I think that's gonna do it for tonight's episode, Dad. Okay. All right. Well thanks for joining me You betcha. Yep. And uh we will do this again sometime. I don't know when this the next one's gonna be. We'll kind of keep t- tabs on the the uh, winter meetings in December, but... Um, and the Twins TV deal and the Twins
1: TV announcer and player personnel and a lot of things to come yet.
0: Yes, there is. Okay. So, all right. Thanks for joining me, Dad. You betcha. Well, that's going to do it for tonight's episode. I am your host, Troy Larson. A couple of quick things uh, before we sign off here. You can follow us on Facebook, um, we I I have a Facebook page for this show. Uh, just look for Minnesota Twins chat, and also subscribe to How We podcast wherever it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. I, I got a lot of traffic from iHeartRadio last month, so uh, I don't know how that happened, but I did so. Yeah, so just subscribe to Aubrey This podcast. Uh, I don't know when I'm gonna do the next one. Um, maybe working on some stuff at, uh, you know, we might have a guest coming up here, but I don't know. I haven't, I haven't still done, I haven't still followed through, followed through with it yet. But we may have a guest coming up here, uh, this winter. Uh, just stay tuned, subscribe to Aubrey This podcast, and you'll know when I release the next episode. So. And you can contact the show um, as, as well. The email address is mn the number 48, at gmail.com. That's mn the number 48, at gmail.com. Now, for my dad, his name is Craig Larson. I am Troy Larson. So, on everybody.